Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Thursday, August 17th, and this is a very exciting day for me because this is my last day of work, officially. Now, if something goes nuts and I have to pop in and do something, that's fine. I'll do it. But I'm officially on vacation from tonight, let's call it 8 p.m., until (gasps) through Labor Day weekend. I'm so excited for this. I really feel like I need a nice, like, real break. And Mark and I have worked so hard, mostly Mark, not me, to get all of our content in the can and make sure that you guys have two and a half full weeks of great content. And we are happy that you demand it and we are happy to deliver it. But, woo, it's been a push. Anyway, if you've got a financial question, if you've got a big picture, something going on that you need help with, do not hesitate to give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air because guess what? I'm going away again in October and Mark and I need to do some work on that. Mark, have we started to do anything for October yet or not? I've got small bits and pieces here and there. I think I think we'll be okay. And then uh, October will be over and then we'll be looking at Christmas break. I'm not going to do a big Christmas break. You are. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be working most of Christmas. I'm, I feel very comfortable doing that after taking these two weeks that are coming up and then essentially almost two weeks in October. And did I tell you about my February? Because that's going to be another big one. Anyway, <laughs> I can't help it. It's all these weddings. Who told my niece to get married in South Africa? And and we're not even going for that long. I think we're going for eight days. So I, I'll tell you what, Mark, We're whatever we get in the can for that February time period, we better do an extra few days on the other side because I'm sure I will be completely shellacked when I return. Anyway, you guys don't care about that. You care about all the great stuff that's on our website, like our free weekly newsletter and the blog and resources and the ability to donate to my cycle for the cause. Oh my gosh, people have been so generous It's wonderful. I don't know why it makes me feel equally gleeful when I get a $5,000 donation from an old friend 
and a $5 donation from someone else who's anonymous. I just love it. And so the more the merrier, if you could support my ride, that would be great. I did do a nice big ride over the weekend. So I got, you know, a good 50 mile ride in. I feel good about that. And uh, I feel comfortable that I'll be able to do 275 miles and represent for the cause, which is to uh, increase AIDS and HIV awareness and provide support for those who are affected. So uh, if you want to support me, just go to the website, jillonmoney.com and donate to the cycle for the cause. All right, Mark, let's do some emails because I know you like to kind of get unburied from the inbox. So let's do that. This is, let's call this person Annie because uh, she would like to be anonymous. So Annie's subject is my husband passed, things were not in the best order. Okay. So there are accounts in various places, 10 places so far. Oh gosh. I found many from interest and dividend 1099 forms in my tax returns. Okay. But here's the issue. There were accounts online with no paper statements. Is there a way to find a deceased person's accounts and investments? There was no written will, but he did tell me his wishes and I will follow them. Things are going through probate. If funds are found after probate is finished, how does that work? Thank you. First of all, Annie, I am so sorry uh, because when this happens, you can see that it takes so much time and energy to settle an estate and you don't really get to mourn the person. So poor Annie is, her husband has passed away and she's chasing documents down. You did exactly what I would have done to start with, which is go to your tax returns and you will see everything listed in 1099s. I would go back probably at least five years on those tax returns and look for 1099s and look for those organizations. Now it's your husband. So ostensibly you signed that tax return. So that's one thing that I would do. And if you look at the um, the process, the probate process, it's mostly for alerting people who you think uh, might be owed money from an estate. That's kind of like the essence of probate. It's like, hello world, this person died. Anyone owed money from this person? You got to make a claim. That's how probate kind of works. It's not, it doesn't work to uncover assets. That's your job. I think the only thing that you can do is exactly what you're doing. I would get a very good attorney to help you through the process. But, uh, oh gosh, gang, I, I cannot tell you how much this pains me because this is what is called a self-inflicted wound. This is not taking care of business. And I am just settling two estates right now. I cried on the phone with somebody recently, cried. I went from actually being angry and livid and yelling. And then it turned into crying because I was dealing with a large company, a very large national bank, one of the top three banks. I will not mention it because so far so good in getting this resolved. And they were essentially just not understanding that a deceased person held the mortgage. Ergo, that's why the mortgage payment was not made. And that we were selling a piece of property that would basically address it. But it just took too much time, too much energy. And I mean, I get it that that many of these banks have to deal with deadbeats. But, you know, I think that my shrieked, do you know the difference between a deadbeat and a dead person is what I think I shrieked, Mark. How do you like that? 
they took me to the edge. And then I cried because I was just so uh, frustrated, frustrated. That's really what I can tell you. For for anyone going through this, it is, it's just devastating. It's just, just devastating. So I wish you the very best, Annie, and I really hope that you are getting some help from an attorney or someone who can help you with the administration. Okay, this is uh, this is lovely. This is someone who attended a webinar that I did for a big company, and her name is Shannon. And she said, is there any advice that you have to appropriately label beneficiaries on most policies, like life insurance products? The issue is I would like to have minor children avoid having to go through probate. So, for example, my primary beneficiary is my husband. We have two minor children that I list as contingents, but heaven forbid something happened to both of us at the same time. I don't want them to have to go through probate and the court system. Do I list their UTMA accounts as the contingent beneficiaries or set up a will or a trust? Thank you so much. Love your show. First of all, thank you. So the first thing to remember is that when you're labeling a beneficiary, whether it's a retirement account, whether it's a life insurance policy, that means that the money is not going through probate, regardless of whether the per- the person who's the beneficiary, the contingent is a minor or not. So a named beneficiary on a life insurance policy on a retirement account is not going to have to go through probate. However, because you have contingent beneficiaries who are minors, because you have children, I'm wondering, it's interesting, do you, it's funny, you have a question about a will or a trust. Do you not have a will? Because everybody needs a will, right? And in that will, the big decision you have to make is not about the money, but who's going to take care of your kids. So if something bad happened to you and your husband together, then who is the guardian? The guardian would be responsible for the assets that flow to the children, but the will would identify who that person was and also the flow of money that the children would receive at what age. So at either the age of majority, which can be 18 or 23, whether depending on whether they go to college or not, and what you want. So my number one goal for everyone listening to this show is that you have three documents and this is going to be nudge Nudgy Jill. Aunt Jill is nudging you right now. Number one, a will. Number two, a durable power of attorney. You assign the right for someone to make a business decision on your behalf. And number three is a healthcare proxy who's going to make a medical or a health decision on your behalf if you are unable to do so. You can do this online, but you can also go to an attorney. But in that will, what you would have to do is you would have to name someone the guardian of your kids, okay? Okay, last but not least, Zach wants to know whether he is on the right track. Hi, Jill and Mark. I'm 34. My wife is 32. We currently live in a single household with my wife doing all the heavy lifting with our three children who are seven, five, and two. Zach brings in about $100,000 a year, And we feel like we're able to invest, save, and spend without tracking every penny. I'm hoping to get your input, make sure we're actually on the right track towards retirement and not falling behind without realizing it. 30 years in the future is a long time away. Thanks for all that you do, Zach. 
Okay, here is what they have. Current balances, emergency fund, 30 grand in a high yield savings account. Here's their 403B. They've got $80,000 Fidelity Vanguard Target funds, Roth IRA, 18,000 and taxable account, $2,000. Home is worth 600,000 with a $300,000, 3% mortgage. Mark, don't you see why nobody is listing their home? Just forget it, not happening. Life insurance, 20-year term, he's got a half a million dollars. Wife has a 20-year term, 300000 They have about $8,500 of gross income. Um, they make their retirement contributions to Roth and also 403B. And, uh, you know, this is good. Monthly, they put away about $1,400 a month. That's great. Emergency fund, they put 400 bucks in. And fund savings, Vacation discretionary purchase, $400. Okay, Mark Talercio, here is the big question. Are Zach and his wife on the right track? I think it's pretty impressive what they're able to do considering, you know, it's a single income household, $100,000. I think he's doing a great job. Me too. And so when you think about it, what they're really doing is they're putting 1400 bucks into retirement and then $800 of savings on top of that on an $8,500 monthly gross. And so, you know, we haven't even put taxes in there. You're doing great. Zach, you're doing great. What about education? Anything for the kids? Do you consider your, not the fund savings, but do you, do you consider maybe the money in the taxable account something for the kids? Or is education saving not the priority. That's what I would say. I also think one other thing, I just think he's probably a tiny bit light on life insurance. The other thing I was going to say is in his brokerage account, which seems to be a a new account, they have it all in fixed income T-bills. I'm not sure why that is. Uh, I would probably start investing that money. And then once they get the emergency fund up to where they want it, because I see they're still contributing $400 a month. So whenever they get it to where they want it and then just redirect that, either into some college education or the brokerage account or a combination of both. Go get them, Zach. And come on the air with us. We'd love to talk to you and your wife. So give us a holler so you can give everybody boot camp on how to survive on $100,000 a year. $8,500 a month gross is what they receive, gang. And they are saving uh, just in more than, you know, like $2,300, $2,400 a month. Hello. That is impressive. Uh, All right. That's it. That's the program. It is now officially almost vacation time for Jill and Mark, but we are not leaving you high and dry. There will be plenty of episodes in your feed. In fact, every day, just like usual. When you go onto our website, you can always hit the contact us button and you can buy my book, The Great Money Reset. You can subscribe to Jill on Money Live for $35. You will get access to quarterly live webinars. Next one is coming just around the corner, Wednesday, September 13th. Nate Burleson's going to join us. I don't care if you like football or not. This is going to be great. He is so entertaining. He's amazing. We're going to talk about the NFL season, but you know he's a former professional football player and he's normal. So how did that happen? Married his college sweetheart, by the way, Mark, just still married. So there's that. And uh, also raising kids and, you know, trying to do his thing. He's got like 100 jobs, basically. So check out the Jill on Money live service, 35 bucks for a whole year. Check it out. Okay, leave us a rating and review. I'm asking for a lot today. Could you please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to this show? Lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 